Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Golden Ratio Podcast. I am Jen, GR Mom, joined as always by GR Dad. Hi. How's it going, GR Dad? Pretty good. Excellent. Excellent. The <laughs> cocktail of the week this week has a little bit of a backstory. Oh, my God. It's so good. So last week we podcasted on Tuesday, and this week we're podcasting on Friday. So it's actually like closer to two weeks between podcasts because our life has been crazy. Because someone was slacking. It was not me for sure. Slacking that we didn't do it on Wednesday. So we... Uh, you were traveling <laughs> and slacking. Since the last podcast, you have been to Canada and back, and I have been gone and back. Uh, but... We will talk all about the Canada trip in this podcast. But while we were there, friend of the squad, Lynn, who did us this great favor by hooking us up with the vet, also sent us home with like a mountain of presents. She did us a favor and then she gave us stuff, which is wrong. Like that's the wrong <laughs> way to distribute goods. Like we should be given her things, but this is very nice. It's I like, was like super nice. Ingo, maybe you should bring up some of that uh, coconut rum from our distillery to give to the vet and to Lynn. And he did. And then Lynn was like, here, poof, mountain of presents. I am Santa. Suddenly my bottle of rum seemed pathetic and, <laughs> and weird. <laughs> so there were many dog presents, but there was also a human present. So from Dylan's small batch distillers in Beamsfield, Ontario, at 43 Tufford Road, just in case <laughs> you're there. They're also at Dylan Distills on Twitter. Uh, she gave us this like gift box of like cocktail ingredients but it's like enough to make like five cocktails it's not like full bottles of all the liquors that you need but it's like quarter bottles for or like sure. three of mine maybe so it's this box is called florals for spring groundbreaking but i don't think that's a cocktail name so we're just going to call this cocktail the niagara falls and it is not a cocktail we invented this is the cocktail card that came in the box that friend of the squad lynn gave us but without a name but it didn't have a name, so we're going to call the name. sometimes also. very important in terms of marketing a cocktail. The For name, sure. I mean, I've ordered based on the name many a times. Like about an hour ago you did and that. And I've... <laughs> Twice. I don't want to say I've never regretted it. <laughs> Are you having regrets but right I now? <laughs> no, no, I'm good right now. This is... I'm, I'm good. I'm good. But I have often gotten surprises. <laughs> <laughs> Based the, on yeah my uh, ordering just off the name and not understanding what the ingredients are. Sure, 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 sure. The uh, at Blue Heaven where we go for dinner and where we went tonight, they have a cocktail called Smoky Dick Spicy Mix, which everybody likes to get for the name. And I gotta say, it's not that good. It's very spicy and very smoky, and you can't uh -huh. taste much else. But the name's great. It's a bit macho, where it's just like let's make a, see how spicy we can make this is really the goal. Which is it's not bad, but it's not. Not good. Otherwise, no. <laughs> kind of burns your mouth. All right. Anyway, this cocktail uh, that we're going to call the Niagara Falls from Dylan Small Batch Distillers uh, in Ontario has one ounce of Dylan's vodka, one ounce of Dylan's rose gin. And, you know, like rose stuff, a lot of times ends up tasting like soap. And this is really lovely. It's more of like a rosé direction. It's very good. Uh, ginger bitters, peach and lavender syrup, fresh lemon juice, and lemonade. And they give you everything except the fresh lemon juice in the box. So good. You shake it up. It's delicious. It's refreshing. It's like sweet, but not like super sweet. Does Very that, well balanced. Do they allow people to order off their website or is it complicated because it's Canada? We have Canadian fans though. Canadian Dylan, fans, do what you want. Dylan's with two L's dot ka. D-I-L-L-O-N-S? Yep. Okay. Dot ka. Uh, C, C A, you mean? <laughs> yeah. 
Ka. Ka in Germany would be K-A. I'm, I'm just saying. Well, this is Canada, so. Uh, anyway, delicious cocktail. No kidding. Really good, really beautiful. The packaging, like the box was great. So if you're in Canada and you want like a gift box for a cocktail lover, highly recommend. I was extremely chuffed. We were, we are, we were humbled by the gift, I gotta say. Yeah. All right. So that's Especially the cocktail. We week. gave nothing in return to Lynn. Well, you g- we gave her one bottle of rum from the keys. I mean, it's something. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's time for administrative corner. Oh, I love administrative corner. It's been like three weeks. And it feels like it has been that I long. Have I have had know. withdrawals, tremors, and shakes. All right. Well, uh, I only have two very minor notes for That's administrative okay. corner. It, it, it will build me back uh, up. I, I guess three. Okay. Oh, my God. Three items. is <laughs> Banner day. <laughs> so a couple nights ago. So, uh, all right. So last, last week when Hopper went to Canada, we podcasted on Tuesday even though I think I posted it later. And Ingo left on Monday. He drove to Maryland. He was there for a couple of days. He drove to Canada. He drove back. Ingo drove back here to the Keys all day Saturday. He got in at like 2 a.m. on Sunday. And then at like 10 a.m. on Sunday, I left for a week on the road and I got back last night. Yeah, but that's why I drove all day on Saturday so I could see you. And it was great. At some point I realized, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> and we'll talk more about that. Okay, okay. But all right, so right. we've been... Oh. Uh, sorry. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> so at some point in my many travels this week, because I was all over the place, I called Ingo. And uh, I mean, I called Ingo a lot because I missed him very much. And so I kept calling him like, I'm just checking in. I know it's only been three hours. Three minutes. It's three minutes, everyone. Three, uh, three minutes. <laughs> and at some point it was the evening and it wasn't like bedtime yet. And we were talking and he was like, all right, I'm going to go. I'm, I got to go yeet the snaps. <laughs> and I was like, Is that what I said? Yeah. Huh. I'm going to go yeet the snaps on the Snapchat. <laughs> huh. I was like, I just need to tell I think everybody I that. I had some weird beers down in Maryland. <laughs> you were here. I was gone. Oh, here. I had some weird beers. <laughs> going to yeet the snaps. All right. The second was uh, so, as you all have heard me talk about many times, my therapist is named Therapist Dave. And Therapist Dave does not listen to the podcast because he's like, you should be able to talk shit about me without feeling like I'm going to listen in. I think it's great that he's denying himself this huge like, part of his life that could make his life better as a therapist and as a human because of you. That's very professional ethics. I think it's good. It's good. He's, so missing, he's missing a lot is what I'm saying. <laughs> what I'm saying is <laughs> I've had a couple drinks at dinner. And yeah, you did. I'm going to try Jen's patience for the rest of the podcast. So so we were talking last week. He's listened to a couple episodes where I was like, listen, you know, like I talk about therapy in this episode, like you should listen to it. And he has. But he doesn't regularly listen. And he's like, are the people who listen to your podcast familiar with the character of Therapist Dave? And I was like, yeah, I talk about you fairly often on the podcast. I'm like, I don't say anything bad. I'm just go like, oh, I was talking to Therapist Dave. And I said this. He's like what if I wanted you to call me Dr. Therapist Dave? And I was like, yeah, I can do that. He's like, I want you to tell all the people to call me Dr. Therapist Dave, which is like absolutely not how he is. Like, I just call him Dave. But I think he thinks it would be very funny. Does he have a PhD? He has a PsyD. Mm, yeah. He is, he wait is, a minute. He go is ahead. doctor. What? Go, what's a PsyD? Doctor of psychology. So it's the degree you get to be a clinical psychologist. So he absolutely has a it's doctorate. It's a PhD. It's, it's, like it's a, a PhD, all right, yeah. All right, all right. It's not, it's not, I'm sorry, dig, digression. 
it's not like lawyers saying, well, no, an no, L, no. you know, a, a, it's like a PhD, except it's, you know, a, a law degree, a JD, like a yeah. juridical, no. philo- yeah, whatever. No, no, no. This is a proper, proper doctorate. He absolutely has the title of doctor. You can call him Dr. Dave. Dr. Therapist Dave. Dr. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, does he want Dr. Therapist Dave or Dr. Dave? He wants Dr. Therapist Dave. Dr. Therapist Dave. Oh, well, okay. He thinks it's funny. All right, that doesn't sound too bad. <laughs> I will also say, like, we've been trying to solve some of my problems, which I'm not going to talk about on the podcast. And uh, and I was like, a couple weeks ago, I'm like, you know, Dave, I think the reason that this <laughs> isn't working, uh, like, we've not been able to solve the problems. I'm doing all the stuff he tells me to do but it's not fixing things. And I was like, I think it's because I'm really good at just enduring shit that I don't want to do. And so I'm not having any breakthroughs. I'm just like having the process of enduring the shit that I don't like. And he's like, God, you know, like I've really been worried that, you know, we haven't been helping you with all the stuff that we've been doing. And I kind of was worried that it meant I wasn't as good a therapist as I thought, but it turns out you're just way more screwed up than we thought you were. That is not a good thing to hear. He's like, it's not me. It's you, Jen. It's like, on the other hand, <laughs> my retirement is set. Oh, my God. It's Thank so you, Golbeck. So anyway, you guys, he wants all of us to refer to him as Dr. Therapist Dave, which I think I'm the only one who talks about him. But there you go. Dr. Therapist like, Dave. <laughs> write it down. Fine. Can all I right. do it sarcastically? Absolutely. Dr. Therapist <laughs> Dave. <laughs> Therapist Dave. All right. Uh, Item three in administrative corner is uh, even though the plushy Vinks have not shipped yet, I just started this week working with the makeshift people on plushy Voods. So he's coming next. It'll be a few months because we got to do all the design and prototyping. But know that plushy Voods is in the pipeline. Oh, and I'll I'll email you too. But people who wanted their addresses changed, I changed them. Oh, if you got gifted a uh, plushy Vink, Ingo plays the order. Oh yeah, that me. Yeah. So if you moved, like since you did that, like please let us know and we can update it. If you bought yourself a plushy vink, you can just email makeshift and update it. Like we can't do that for you, but they can fix That's it. That's right. All the donated ones, I found a credit card by the side of the road that I'm charging it to. That was my so credit card. I be- mm. Well, this doesn't sound as fun as it used to. But anyway, I'm using that one. So, you know, yep. that's that's it me. Okay. But not eat me, it me credit card by the side of the road. <laughs> it me. Yeah. All right. It's time for dog updates. Ah, not as good as Administrative Corner, but admittedly good. All right. I mean, so like there's actually a bunch of stuff to talk about, but the main one is you have gone to Canada with Hopper and then back to Maryland and then back to Florida since we've been gone. So tell us about the drive to Canada, the Canadian vet visit, all the stuff you got. It seems ridiculous that this happened. It feels like months ago. Within the last podcast cycle, right? That's, That's the weird thing is like, wow. Well... It was a Sunday night, <laughs> dark and gloomy. Um, actually, here it was sunny and clear, but, but you know, <laughs> for the purpose of setting the scene. And you said, I've been researching the entire no, world. No, no, we did this part already. You just got to start on Wednesday morning. Wednesday morning. <laughs> <laughs> I awoke uh-huh. kind of grumpily uh-huh. with hops upstairs in the bedroom with me in Maryland. Yeah. And I thought, hops. Tomorrow, we get to go to <laughs> Niagara Falls. It's going to be awesome. This is Wednesday. Wait, we Wednesday evening, we did the podcast. We did it on Tuesday. All right. Well, but you went I on awoke, Thursday. I awoke on Wednesday morning. <laughs> Wednesday morning, oh I went Lord. rowing. <laughs> Left hops asleep and went rowing at 7 in the morning. 
and I had a good time. Let's skip ahead to it Thursday. It was very nice. I got <laughs> oh some blisters. God. It was okay. Wait, let me interrupt here for a second okay. since we're not making any progress. <laughs> oh, God. We're making chronological progress. I'm already in, like lunch on Wednesday. Um, <laughs> then I packed the car. Here's, here's another item for administrative corner. <sighs> we're uh, officially like for the Patreons and, and subscribers going to start doing two regular every other week bonus pod so the shit that i cut out today from in- drunk ingo well i'm just gonna paste into a bonus pod so if you want more of that you can subscribe like we've been doing them kind of intermittently but we've now committed to doing them every two weeks so wait what kind of weird incentive is that for me i like i shouldn't even self-censor i should just like ramble and rant i would love it if you stayed on track but i know you're not going to no this I'd- is me on track i'm going chronologically right, let's start thursday morning oh okay yeah that's much better okay thursday morning I got up at five Mm -hmm. and then, you know, got ready and we left at six because it's a seven hour drive to Niagara Falls. Yes, it is. Which is, and, and we had a two. (coughs) We're the only ones who can hear that sound. All right. I had a seven hour drive. We have a two, uh, 2 p.m. appointment, which is a bit of an awkward time. If you got to drive seven hours, it sure is. But it kind of makes it right to leave in the morning, right? I couldn't leave the night before then i'd have like i'd wake up in niagara falls and have eons of time yes or you know it, it, it's just i had to leave that i mean it made sense to leave in the morning so i drove up there's a from dc to niagara falls there's a bunch of optional there's like three different routes three different routes within probably half an hour and in, in google mm-hmm. maps which mm-hmm. i use uh and so i used the fastest one <laughs> which turns out is the one that takes you like the straightest but there's no interstates it's just like random little like you're on an interstate for five miles and then you get off the interstate and you're on like you know state route 314 or 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 you know interstate 322 or whatever it is so it's like it was a very beautiful tour of middle central pennsylvania the alleghenies i think i i think i wasn't too far from state college okay well it was pretty hilly in the Alleghenies, because mm-hmm. they're mountains, mountains for the East Coast. And so they had like these signs that said, trucks have to go 20 miles an hour downhill or no more than 30 miles an hour downhill so they don't mm. get runaway and don't hit things. So w- when there was a semi, which wasn't that frequent for me, luckily, you had to really slow down. Yeah. So it wasn't, it didn't seem efficient, but I'm sure the almighty algorithm said it was quicker faster than going you know the turnpikes yeah and i'm sure i saved on tolls <laughs> all right so you get to niagara falls i get to niagara falls uh, uh, well i get to the border in buffalo and uh i'm a little worried because i'm going into canada for you know to get what i think of as you know gray market drugs absolutely is not it was so <laughs> legit those drugs are legal in the u.s you weren't doing anything wrong but anyway. borders extremely stress out and go somehow i'm worried about them deporting me from every border in every country so you and i had talked about this i was nervous enough to have called you like what should i say should i tell him what i'm doing should i like, tell, tell him, him you're just, taking the dog ah. to the which is good advice and you know be honest is also good advice <laughs> don't lie to the border guard tell him you're going to the vet so i get to the border in buffalo and like, what, you know, what are you going over for? And I said, you know, I got this dog and she's going to go to the vet, but she's with it. And they're like, 
so you're not staying overnight in Canada? I said, no. She said, okay, fine. Go, off you go. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. And so that was great. <laughs> and then I was like, wow, this might actually happen. I was in, you know, in Buffalo heading to Niagara Falls, which is, you know, six miles away or something, 10 miles away. And I was like, wow, this might actually happen. Hops, you're going to get your injection, Hops. <laughs> so I get there way, uh, like half an hour early, which is fine, given the whole, the, the, the amount of travel I've done, that's pretty good. And take some pictures of hops mm -hmm. and go in and everyone is super nice. It's a great, nice practice. Mm -hmm. And then the vet gives her, gives her an examination, yep. as she should, gives her a shot and gives me as many vials of Librella as she has, which is five, five. And says, go back. And then she says, I'm worried that, you know, the, the Americans might hassle you on the way back. So I'm going to write you a letter saying this is fine and this is prescribed and this is not a controlled substance. So she did and signed me a letter and it was very nice. Yep. This is Niagara Falls Medical Center, except Centra. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And then I also met friends, friend of the squad, Lynn. Yep who's the one who referred us in the first place, who yep. made this whole thing possible. Yep. And she was super nice. Uh, and she gave us the gift basket. Yep. You guys took pictures outside the vet's office. Yep. That's right. The vet's office wanted it for their Facebook. Yep. So that was nice. Because the vet was like, oh, here you have, uh, you know, you have following. It's a nice. And then you went to Niagara Falls. <laughs> like did. the actual falls, not I the did. town of. There was some pressure to take a picture by Niagara Falls. I was like, take, I need you to go to Niagara Falls and take a photo, <laughs> Ingo. So I I went to the falls, I parked, I put a hopper in her red cart, um, which is the easiest way to transport her around. I can carry her, but it looks very dramatic, right? If I'm carrying a dog, it mm -hmm. looks like she's hurt or something. So putting it in the cart makes it like interesting. Yep. So I wheel her to the cart to the falls everyone is super happy to see her and everyone's like can i oh can i pet your dog she's beautiful what a nice dog and she's, she's like so yes soft. yes yeah some some people were like can i videotape your dog this she looks so beautiful i'm gonna take a video of your dog <laughs> like and I'm secretly i'm thinking hey, hey you don't know how famous she is <laughs> that's right <laughs> you just think she's Superstar. beautiful but she's actually beautiful plus <laughs> yeah and so Hops was fine in the cart. She loves being in the cart. She's, She's very good she in that cart. She's fine. Yeah, yep. yeah. Uh, and so I got some pictures. You know, there was t so many people on the railing that I have to take them, like, off the railing because it's also logistically hard to get Hops in the picture if she's behind the railing. You know, mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. Technical difficulties. You did a good job. We got some pictures with the with the falls, which which are amazing i can't believe it like empties that much water every day and doesn't empty out <laughs> all the time it is a lot of water that falls yeah. down those falls it is amazing i mean nature is wasteful just so <laughs> wasteful um so it was great so we got the pictures in the fall and then i pretty much put off back in the car and it was like i'm driving back to maryland yep to the house yep because it's not worth like stopping it 8 p.m. and stopping at a hotel in somewhere in the middle of Pennsylvania and then having three hours more to drive the next day, that seems like harder for hops and, you know, unnecessarily complicated. So I just drove until like 11 p.m. Yeah, I think it was about 11. It wasn't ridiculously late compared to the Florida route. 
And so Ingo got home like late on Thursday, but wasn't going to drive home until Saturday. And so on Friday, he like did some stuff on Friday at home and then packed everything up to come back to Florida and then drove to Ched's house and had a sleepover with Ched's and his family on Friday night. I like the narrator. The voiceover in this episode is I'm very moving helpful. Moving it along. Very moving helpful. it along. Yes, yes. And that was great. <laughs> so I saw Cheddar and I saw Finn. And, and I mean, I Hops saw Daisy. went. And Hops went. Yeah, Hops was great yeah. with all of them. Hops, like, you know, was just quite happy to be there and be get some pets and be happy. Um, and, you know, everyone was, was super happy to see them and cheddar is still cheddar he's, he's a nice he's a, man he's a nice nice man but i kind of like phineas finn i would because he reminds me a little bit of voods he doesn't have like voods moods nah. but he's a nice boy he looks a little bit like voods he's got voods looks so i would have taken him but i did not have a chance to so yeah yeah it was good yep. and then yeah so stayed there friday night and then left from there to come home came home and then at some point during the drive i realized if i drive if I drive to like Savannah and stay in a hotel or drive to like Jacksonville and stay in a hotel and then come back the rest of the time on Sunday, I won't see you. That's true. Because you're leaving on Sunday morning. Yep. But if I drive all the way through, I'll get to see you on Sunday morning. Yep. So I decided, of course, to drive through and see you on Sunday morning. I think I got in at 2 a.m. 2-ish. I, I was staying up and usually I will like talk to Ingo in the small hours and I was so tired. I've had, you guys, the amount of work I've had the last two weeks, last month or so has been ridiculous. And I was so tired. I couldn't keep my eyes focused. And I'm like, I have to lay down at like one o'clock. And then at two o'clock, Ingo got home. And apparently he came in, dropped some stuff in the house, went back out, came in again. And I was like, oh, you're here. <laughs> Absolutely yeah, slept through you it. You were like a parent waiting for a kid to come home or something where you were basically, yeah. you were sleeping on the couch. But, you know. I think I got away with more than a teenager would have coming home <laughs> with the parents. You could have like crept into the bedroom and yeah. I wouldn't have noticed. No, I, I could have taken a shower and you would have been like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Sleepy, sleepy. So um, that was the Great Canada Adventure. Um, yeah. The Labrella, it takes 30 days to kick in. They said sometimes you may start to notice stuff after seven days. It's been seven days. Uh, there is no improvement for it, sure. It's not instant with hops anyway. No. We know that unfortunately hops really can't even sit up at this point like she sits she pushes all of her weight onto her hips but she doesn't really use that front leg except to like keep herself from falling over so it's very painful for her yeah so we're hoping it it kicks in and helps yeah and we're reluctant to go like full fentanyl patch again just because it made her dopey and would, yeah. would would this labrella is supposed to be the miracle cure yeah we'll see uh we are as some of you have asked so we when we got her the arm brace, we do have that. And I think that lets her move around a little better, but she doesn't really move around much better with it. Um, like clearly she's still having some pain when we put that on. So we use it every now and then, but we also got her a front wheel cart and we've been trying it with her, but it has not been properly adjusted. Like she kind of steers wrong. She just sits down after a couple steps and so um, we've been emailing with the cart maker because there's a billion ways to adjust it. And so I've made some new adjustments and we're going to try it tomorrow. So the hope is that we'll be able to plop her in there and she'll learn to drive herself around when she's outside. So she really won't have to use that front leg very much. But it, it's going to take like training and adjusting and like some work. So once it's once it's going and not just like sad, like right now she like walks in a half circle and then sits down. 
uh, we will share some video, but we're trying. Yeah, the that. cart is, when she tries to push off with the front leg she has, it goes sideways or it goes circular, right? Yeah. So she's really got to learn just to kick her back legs and it's a whole thing with like, it's it's configured so that she can pick stuff off off the floor with her mouth. Yeah, she can like bend over. Yeah, yeah. but still, and still lean back and also like run around and stuff. So she just has to learn all that and it has to be, but it has to also be adjusted perfectly yep. so that she can do all that. So that's the hops update. Um, yep. In other dog updates, Vink caught a lizard today, sort of. Unbelievable. So I was going out to get some packages and Vink wanted to come out and she stands at the top of the stairs and she sees an iguana in the yard at the bottom of the stairs. She always stops at the top of the stairs and looks around. Like, Is there one? She knows there might be a, she remembers there might be a lizard. There was. So she throws herself down the stairs and takes <laughs> off after the lizard. And the the neighbors on the other side of that fence have like boulders blocking the fence. So the lizards cannot go under the fence there. They have to go all the way to the water to get around the fence. Yeah, good job, neighbors. And so Vink knows that if she can cut the lizard off, <laughs> she will win. And so she takes off after the lizard and she gets up on the fence and cuts the lizard off. So the lizard's only option basically is to go past Vink, which it tries to do. And Vink nabs the lizard. Nice. The lizard was in her mouth. Vink, but it's that's amazing. Vink. Like a juvenile iguana. It's way, way, way bigger than her mouth. And it's, of course, like flailing around. So she got Wriggling, mouth, yeah. Dropped it. Starts chasing it. Starts trying to run away. Starts chasing it. And they're both going back and forth. The lizard starts going. It's not running very well. And Vink's like chasing after it. And then all of a sudden, Vink stops. And what has happened is, like three years ago, I was like, I would like to have a jasmine plant. They smell really nice. Yeah. And so we got a jasmine plant, but they're climbers, and it can't climb on the vinyl fence that our neighbors put in. Like we have, we put in a metal fence, they put in a vinyl fence, and so the jasmine can't climb on that. So they sell these like nets. They look kind of like big hole fishing nets. I mean, like the the squares for the holes are like four inches by four yeah. inches. Gardeners will know it. This is like yeah. for, for vines and ranking For vines plants, to climb yeah. on. And and so I hung it over the fence, just like the little post of the fence. And it's like 10 feet long. It's a big, long net. And, and it worked great. Like the jasmine vines climbed up the mesh. The jasmine is not happy in our yard. Like it never really, like it hasn't died, but it doesn't really have any leaves. It definitely hasn't made any flowers. It and, you know, it just isn't filling out much. It's hanging on, but it's not the net's fault. <laughs> no, the net's doing a good job. Uh, well, it was doing a good job until this <laughs> afternoon because what happened with Vink is she was so focused on the lizard that she ran right into the net. Uh, and the net <laughs> is attached to the jasmine. The jasmine vine's all grown up in the net. And so Vink starts running further towards the lizard and then cannot run any further because she has one leg through many loops of net and <sighs> her nose through a hole in the net so she keeps trying to lunge at the lizard she's like a fish she's like you took a butterfly net like in the cartoons <laughs> the crazy guy with the butterfly net you to like chase people and try to catch them yeah yeah that's what happened she got like chased by a net and caught and so she was like all happy looking but then like try to lunge and like her <laughs> nose was through one of the holes and like her leg was all caught up thank you are just a weirdo so the lizard managed to escape to safety while i untangled vink i think the jasmine is dead now because uh, it got yanked real hard no big loss that thing was no, all hanging on anyway. anyway make some jasmine maybe we'll talk to you we'll talk 
Uh, not much else has happened. I guess Vink and Guac escaped to the neighbor's house a couple days ago. The steak neighbor. He yeah, was, they guess, were down. Who, guess who escaped t- today? Remoulade. Remy. He was swimming, well, walking around, and he he went to the corner of the yard that is the neighbor's corner because the neighbor also feeds the fish that I also feed, but the neighbor feeds them indiscriminately. <laughs> and there's always... When I feed them, uh-huh. they eat the they eat all the dog food. When the neighbor feeds it, it just floats around. And so there's a Yours bunch of dog better. food. I, I am a clearly better. Yeah. There's a bunch of dog food on the corner of our properties, and mm-hmm. Remy has figured that out. And Remy was like in the water, following the trail of the neighbor's dog food, and then decided to go out of the water. And that's on the other side of the fence. Yep. So Remy ended up on escaping although i don't think remy decided to but he was on the you know neighbor's side and started to wander towards the pool yep so that's that counts as escape and it says zero days zero days zero days zero days so that's it for dog updates i do have a couple rambling items but i'm judging your level of awakeness and i'm going to save those for the bonus pod because i'm not sure we're going to make it get we got to record both pods tonight. So. No, no. Ramble on there, Zippy. Nope. Time for Taste of the Keys. <laughs> if you guys want to hear the, the ramblings, you can fine, fine. subscribe on Patreon. It's not going to be good or pretty. No. I mean, on my side. On Judging Jen's side, it'll no. be good and pretty. Okay. Taste of the Keys. Monroe County Sheriff. Man arrested after 167 pounds of cocaine seized from boat. That's more... That's a lot. It's of a lot cocaine. of cocaine, you guys. It's Holy like, smokes. It's not even pot. It's cocaine. It's like a pallet. Holy smokes. Special operations unit detectives and canine Mako were able to locate the drugs that That's were on the sailboat. Three of our dogs. How did it take Mako? That must have been just a Well, let me read you the story. Pile. A 32-year-old mariner from Lithuania was arrested after a large amount of cocaine was found on his sailboat. A, lo- a lot of large. I want to thank our special units operations detectives and canine Mako as well. Wait, Mako's the one that lost to. Yeah, he lost the the dog contest on Facebook. But we were all voting for Mako. That was the one we we're all yeah, rooting for. That's right. And then people like from mainland accused us accused us all of being Chinese bots. And then they had this like very privacy invasive voting system that I didn't want to send anybody to for the last round. So yeah, because they were like you, you know give us your freaking social security number or some bullshit like that the sheriff's office lent a helping hand to federal law enforcement officers during the search of the boat on monday at burdeen's waterfront marina in marathon 64 bricks of cocaine coming out to 75.8 kilograms or 167 pounds were seized from the boat that's a lot and so there's a picture of like a like a flatbed cart wow and then there's like one two three four five stacks in each column and there's two columns and each stack is five bricks high so like it i mean obviously a lot of bricks man they should have like a, a and make scales of justice and then the lithuanian dude in one scale and then all his cocaine in the other scale it'd be about the same it's a lot of cocaine i bet the dude's about 167 pounds <laughs> that's probably true yeah this is gonna be close so anyway there you go like they weren't square groupers because they didn't go into the water. But if they did, it would have been like a whole Holy school, moly. A whole school. I know. We want cash, not cocaine. Though. Someday I'm going to find a square grouper, but it's just going to have like $100 bills in it. And cash, please. That would be awesome. Just a raft of cash. Literal raft of cash. All right. What's the German word of the week? 
Well, in honor of Cheddar's dad. Alex. Yes. <laughs> I was getting to that. Sorry. He went to France recently and he said, I went into this crazy elevator in one of these buildings. It just is, keeps going. And it's basically, it's called, in German, the German word of the week is Paternoster. Which does not sound German. It is not. It is Latin. And it means father, our father. And it is also the word used for the our father. But it's also the word used for this elevator. Which is kind of like an escalator, but an elevator. It has, it has compartments, but they continuously move. Uh -huh. The thing never stops. So you have like, you'll have like a, a, a compartment you have to step into or else you miss it. It just keeps going up. And then you can go in the next one if you want. And then it kind of loops around on the top, if you imagine it, and it goes down on the other side. So you got to get out by the top or else they turn you upside down. Yeah, you. <laughs> that's right. You can't just stay on it because it keeps going. And uh, you have to, and then you can get on it going down um, on the other side of the, 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 the door or the hallway or whatever. But it's called a pata nosta, but it's this constantly moving elevator that is it's much more like an escalator than an elevator except that it does go upstairs straight up it's not an escalator and if it stops it's not stairs it's just a stuck elevator mm-hmm yeah so pata nosta okay might be an old-fashioned word but that's the word we had for it it seems extremely dangerous it, it is i mean you could like you know you can fall out you can miss you can like get your arm severed you can get your head cut off i mean all sorts of things right it doesn't stop there you go you got a video of it i got a little youtube video yes 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 this is the thing you like it's a, it's terrifying in some ways because it just doesn't stop oh but it doesn't flip upside down it sort of like goes up well like imagine it's facing straight and it goes up and it continually goes straight the bottom of it gets on the top of the curve yeah. and then like comes back but if around. you were in it at the top it would be bad you wouldn't fall out that wouldn't turn you upside down it doesn't go around the curve and the ceiling becomes the floor. It stays straight up the whole time. Oh, well, that's very, that's a more fast, that's a more fancy one. Anyway, they have these in buildings, in old, old buildings in Europe still. I mean, it says it, today they're largely extinct and have been replaced by modern lifts, except in Germany, where there's 231 <laughs> still in operation. I think Alex saw his in France. So there, there's oh. still some, you know, of individual cases somewhere. Yeah, Germany would be classic because you can't really sue anyone. Germany uh, has tried to ban them, citing safety concerns, but fans continue to defeat those efforts. Fans? What kind of fans? Oh, you never have to wait. You can just step right in, right? I there's guess. always there's always a compartment there for you, but they're individual compartments too. Like you can't. Like two people could probably fit in there that's if it. you're friends, yes, right? That's right. If you coordinate, otherwise you're like getting your head cut off. Yep. Yeah. So pata nosta is what it's called. Good one. No. All right, everybody. Well, thanks for listening and also um, putting up with us being late. It's been a crazy couple weeks. Um, if you want some bonus pod, sign up on Patreon. And until next time, Slava Ukraini and don't bite anyone unless they ask you to. That's right. Jump, jump. Bye. Bye.